Hey, what is going on, guys? DK. Back at you with another video here. I'm trading the showdown state between the Lakers and the Rockets. Uh, before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name is DK. I make daily videos breaking down NBA, NFL, PGA, and esports. Daily fantasy sports sites. Um, real quick, before I get into analysis, I do want to say thank you guys again for all support. Current, currently, right now, 4.75 thousand subscribers. Um, the easiest way to support me since all the content is free is just leave a like button on the video, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit that notification bell so you know when I go, uh, you know when I upload videos, you know when I go live. Also, if you cannot watch YouTube videos, I do upload an Apple podcast. The link is in the description below. If you guys are interested in NFL content, I do have an early look video as well as well as more in-depth videos of the running backs and wide receivers for week one on DraftKings. Um, and I have a showdown video or my video up for the showdown slate between the Chiefs and Texans, which start tomorrow. I will have my final look up in the next day or so, so be in the lookout for that. But with that out of the way, let's jump into the video. So before we get into players and the prices for the showdown slate, let's quickly look back at my lineup from Wednesday. And guys, I am tilting so hard, man. Um, I had uh, I have stacked the. Celtics Raptors game every single slate besides this one. It's the one time I got off. I've literally played Lowry, Van Fleet, OG, Tice, and Tatum every single slate. This is the one slate I, I hopped off. Game goes to double overtime. Everyone smashes. That's that's how NBA DFS goes. I uh, yeah, it's gonna be tough to sleep tonight because that's just uh, so typical, guys. But uh, yeah, um, Van Fleet, Tatum were obviously amazing because of the double overtime, but only had three players in that first game. Gasol didn't play at all. His minutes went way down. He didn't come in the fourth. They went small ball with Powell in there. Um, and, of course, I finally get exposure to this Clippers-Denver game. I've literally been fading it every single slate, just going the full game stack. Finally stack it. It's going to be a blowout in one of the lowest scoring games, that, probably the lowest scoring game of the series. So, <sighs> it really, really sucks. Um, but, like I always say, guys, the good thing about DFS is there's always tomorrow. And I, I mention it, but the two-game slates, showdown slates, Super high variance. Don't play a lot of money, right? Kind of got to be. Um, kind of wait till next year for NBA. If, if you only play NBA, we got NFL upcoming, right? Play the big money on those on the big slates for like NFL, NBA. On these smaller slates, like you can play. Like I play a little bit, but not a lot, right? They're just super, super high variance. Stuff like this can happen. Our game goes to double overtime, and you get screwed. But yeah, I am super, super tilted. Uh, if you guys stack the first game, you probably won huge money. I know, Paulie, you've been absolutely killing it. Congrats, man. I'm um, curious to see how you finish tonight. But, yeah, enough of that. Uh, I don't even want to look at that anymore. Um, let's talk about the showdown today, right? So this is a game that uh, I feel pretty good about. I wish the Bucks won because I, I like, love like this two-game slate with, with the Rockets and Lakers on it compared to this, this two-game slate tonight. Um, yeah, uh, Rockets, Lakers, it's a 220 and a half over under Lakers are five point favorites. So this is a little bit different because obviously we have the captain, uh, now that we got to talk about. So let's first, let's go team by team. Um, and then I'll get to, uh, like captain plays at the end to kind of give a little bit of like roster construction where kind of I'm looking. So start with the Lakers. Um, 
LeBron and AD are the two highest priced players, obviously, right? They completely carry this roster. They're going to play about 40 minutes a night as long as there's no foul trouble or, or blowout. Um, yeah, LeBron and AD are the top two spin-ups once again for me. If you're going to make me pick, uh, it's going to be Anthony Davis, but I do think you play both. Um, I think there's enough value you play both the Lakers studs. So that's really what I got. Not a lot of downside to say. Um, I think they're they're the safest spend-ups compared to like Harden and Westbrook. I think they just have a little more upside right now. So it's going to be LeBron. It's going to be AD. Those are the two I'm prioritizing for the spend-ups. Uh, Kuzma's at 5-4. It's interesting because they're playing small ball. So you would figure that Kuzma would get more minutes. He's not. He's playing like 21 to 24 minutes, right? That's what he's played the last couple of games. So it's really, really interesting. So I, I, like, I would assume he would be a guy playing 30-plus minutes. But right now, the Lakers are comfortable getting minutes to Rondo, Caruso, Markeith Morris is getting runs. So at 5-4, like, sure, he's playable, but he doesn't stand out as an amazing play for his price. Um, yeah, Rondo is a guy that I'll be playing again at 5-2. I think he's one of the better plays. I know he's been playing really well, but it's, it's playoff Rondo and he's going to play about 30 minutes. What I love about Rondo is he doesn't have to score to get you there. He, he doesn't like he'll get you. He has the floor of the assist. He's having the ball in his hands so much when he's out there. And then when he does score, like we saw last game, the, the upside is really high. So Rondo at this price point, I think of the guys around him, he probably looks like the best play. I know the price came up, but I'll probably once again play Rondo. I think he looks really, really good. Like, I 100% prefer Rondo to Danny Green. Definitely prefer him to Cruz, right? Because Green's a guy that, sure, he can outscore Rondo, but he has to his threes. If not, the floor is super, super low, like we saw last game. He shot about 1 of 5, only had 13 fancy points. Um, I just feel a lot more comfortable with Rondo. Not saying Green's out of play. He's playable, but just know what you get into, right? He literally has to hit his threes. Caruso's at 4K. I just don't think I'm going to do it because when he's out there, you know, before, when Rondo was injured, he had value because he was running the point a lot. Like, he had the ball in his hands a lot. When he's out there now, he's running the off guard. He's not a great shooter. So, in my opinion, this doesn't make sense to get to Crusoe. The only way I get to him is if something happens to Rondo. But, yeah, I'm just, I'm going to be avoiding Crusoe uh, at that price. He's just not valuable when he's running the off guard. Dwight Howard is not playing in this series. So, do not play Dwight Howard. KCP's playable at 3-6. Like, I probably prefer him to Danny Green for the savings. You're going to make me pick one of those guys just because he's, what, like $1,000 cheaper. They're both almost identical players, right? They're 3 and D guys. They have to do the threes. The floor is super, super low. So, again, playable. He can get hot, right? Like, if he gets hot, he probably has upside with 25 fancy points. So, um, that's it with KCP. Markeith Morris at 3-2. I actually think he's playable. For the reason of they're phasing out JaVel McGee. Like he's he McGee played well like seven minutes last game. Seven minutes. So Markeith Morris is a guy that's benefiting from that. Running more small ball. He's played 23 and 23 minutes in back-to-back games, which is good to see. Um the price point's fair. He had a bad shooting day shot about one of six, still put up eleven fancy points. Like that, that's actually not terrible for a guy like this cheap. So Morris is a guy that if you really need like a cheap guy, I, I don't hate him. I, I think he's certainly playable. Um, you know, with like him, KCP, pretty similar plays, right? Those, those two guys like for value that I'm, I, you, know, you can definitely consider. 
I'm not going to play McGee. He's basically getting phased out, not not playing the minutes. So I'm not playing McGee. And that's it. Like, J.R. Smith played a few minutes, but not enough, obviously, to consider. Dean Waiters did play, but he, he's doubtful now, and he was only playing a few minutes. And that's really it. So that's my thoughts on the Lakers. Let's talk about Houston now. Um, Harden's at 12-4. Right now, he's a contrarian option. Not saying he's out of play at all, but I prefer both Lakers stars again. Harden really hasn't had the upside, and it's a tougher spot here against the Lakers who are good defensively, where he's at 51, 43, and 58 fantasy points. Uh, they're doubling him at times, too, to see the ball out of his hands. So, like, Harden's in play for sure, but if you're going for the optimal build, I don't think he's in it. I think it's the two Lakers guys. So, um, yeah, I like Harden for the fact of he's going to be lower-owned, but... For a single entry lineup guy like myself, I'm probably not going to get him. Westbrook, like, he looks better to me. Um, he's been a little bit up and down, right? He had a really bad game, too, going for 34 fans. Once bounced back in a big way, they went for 54. Um, he is more playable than than Harden. Obviously, Harden has more upside, but you're getting, like, a $2,500 discount. So right now, I prefer Westbrook for his price. Now, sure, again, he's a little bit, a little bit shakier, but... I think he looks a little bit better for his price than Harden does. Then we get to like this tricky range of the of the um, of the Rockets. Like Roko's at seven four. I'm probably just not going to do it. He's going to be low owned. He's going to play. He he kind of had that scary fall where he missed the last few minutes. Um, like the minutes will be there on him, but I don't know if the upside's there. Like he he really has to get hot behind the three point line. It has to have a game where he has like three steals, three blocks. It just it doesn't make sense for me to prioritize Roko at that price. Gordon, I could see uh, getting to because the upside is like 35 plus. But finally, we saw that floor game. I've been talking about that literally every single video with Gordon um, because I said like a floor of like 15 fans points. Went for 19 and 36 minutes. The floor is low if he's not shooting the ball well. So yeah, Gordon's playable in the mid range, um, but again, I don't know if I'm gonna prioritize him either. P.J. Tucker's at 5'8", and eight fancy points last game. The floor is low on him. Another guy that, that's playable, he'll play 35-plus minutes. Like, if I was going to play one of these one of these guys in the mid-range, Covington, Gordon, Tucker, I would rather just take the shot on Gordon because he's obviously the best offensive player, and I think he has the most upside. Now, uh, we have Daniel House out again. So this is actually big news. Like, he was a guy playing 20 to 25 minutes. Those minutes have to go somewhere. Well, the last game, it went mostly to Jeff Green at 4-6. He played 35 minutes. So if we get over 30 minutes from Jeff Green, I think he looks like one of the better value plays in the slate. Now, will we get that again? I don't know if it's necessarily secure, right? That could give a few more minutes to Rivers, maybe a few more minutes to Macklemore. But it's good that he played 35 minutes. So Jeff Green's a guy that I'm definitely looking to for value here. And then we get to the dart throws here. So, yeah, Rivers at 2-2, played 11 minutes. I mean, I get, like, there is a way where if he comes off the bench and, like, nails a couple threes, maybe they extend him a bit and limit the minutes a bit in Jeff Green. Like, I could see Rivers getting, like, 15 to 20 minutes. So, he's at least in play, but a super, super risky play. And kind of the same thing with Macklemore, right? He came off the bench. Played 10 minutes. I thought him and Rivers would play a few extra with no house, but basically all those minutes went to Jeff Green. So another guy that is at a flat minimum price, 
playable, right? If he comes off the bench and hits a couple threes, I could see Mike D'Antoni leaving him out there for a little longer, maybe 15 to 20 minutes. I think that's that's probably the ceiling of minutes for Macklemore and Rivers, unless we get foul trouble, is probably 15 to 20 minutes. So both those guys are are worth dart throws. Not, nothing I can really recommend with confidence. And that's really it. So let's talk about roster construction now. Well, we have, um, if we plug in the top four guys in the utility, LeBron, Harden, AD, Westbrook, basically impossible to make a lineup, right? Because you still have to play someone in the captain spot. Like the cheapest possible play, in my opinion, is, is Macklemore, right? So if you throw him in the captain spot, that's 1.7K remaining. You don't even have anyone else playable. So this lineup is basically, you, you can't do it. Um, and let's just say, let's say we throw one of the Lakers stars in there. So we say... I don't know, LeBron in the captain spot. And again, I mentioned I want to play both LeBron and AD. You don't have to, but that's the direction that I'm going to. Um, whoops, let's go to Anthony Davis. Um, and then 4.8K remaining. So, yeah, that gets a little bit tricky, right? Because probably can't get Westbrook in there too. 3K, eh, you, you maybe can, right? But then you'd, you'd, have to pro you'd have to play either Rivers or Macklemore if you're going to do that. So that makes it a little bit tricky. Um... Like, if you throw Anthony Davis in the captain spot, basically the same thing. You probably have a few extra dollars, but you go with those two plus Westbrook. Again, 3.2K remaining. Like, you have KCP, Markeith Morris, but you would have to play, like, Rivers or Macklemore there. So that makes it harder to get to. I think what, what an optimal build is, is going to be, you know, using one of those cheaper guys. So could we throw Westbrook in there? Let's, let's see if we throw Westbrook in there. Westbrook and the two Lakers stars um, with LeBron and AD. 3.5 carry main again, not really enough to, to get to something confidently. So I think the optimal build right now is play someone in the mid-range or like the cheaper options. Who are guys, who are guys that I would consider? Um, I think a guy like Eric Gordon, I know he's a little bit more expensive, but he's a guy that, that can have that upside, right? Uh, Rajon Rondo, certainly considering him. I think he's one of the better plays. Um, Jeff Green. With no Daniel House, if we get close to 35 minutes, I think he looks really good. Like Green, KCP are viable punts. They just have to hit their threes. Um, yeah, you can consider Markeith Morris too. Like he's he's a viable play too. But I think like going like in that direction is probably the optimal way. So that's how I'm probably going to attack this slate. I'm going to use one of those cheaper guys in the captain spot and then jam in. Uh, AD, jam in um, LeBron as well, and then kind of see how, how it goes from there. But I think that's going to wrap it up for the video today, guys. So if you haven't enjoyed the content so far, I'd really appreciate if you could leave a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit that notification bell. Um, also, let me know. if you get, Do you guys want me to stream for this? It's only a showdown slate. I can. Probably wouldn't be a super long stream. Maybe I'll hop on for like 20 minutes or so. Let me know. If you guys want me to, want me to do that, I can. Also, I'll probably be streaming for the showdown slate for Houston and KC too. So I guess two showdown slates tomorrow. Uh, but yeah, let me know, guys. Um, but yeah, thanks again, guys. I hope you guys all have a good night. Um, and I will see you guys uh, tomorrow.